You're listening to the Franchise Freedom Podcast with Giuseppe Grammatico. Okay, and welcome to the Franchise Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Giuseppe Grammatico, your franchise guide, the show where we help corporate executives experience time and financial freedom via franchising. Thanks for joining us today. So uh, we just recorded a, a really good episode on 2024 planning. Uh, we titled it, Are You Ready for 2024? So hopefully you had a, a chance to, to listen in on that show. And, you know, kind of a, a continuation of, of planning and uh, got some, um, you know, shared the, uh, the show with a few colleagues of mine, uh, a few families that we're working with, gave them a little sneak peek on the show. And uh, that actually helped with creating our episode today. And really that the, uh, the title for today is the mindset shift you need to know. And the reason for that show is that, you know, with, with the comments and after reviewing 2023 and going into 2024, you know, some of the goals, the idea of, you know, what if, what if I, for example, fail in my business? What if I lose my investment? And I wanted to, you know, talk a little bit about that because as human beings, you know, you know, we, uh, when you look at kind of success and failure, we tend to, as, as human beings, and it's normal, and, and this was the case for me many, many moons ago, um, was uh, you want to avoid as much risk as possible. And the question of fear, you know, that, that overtook everything. What if I fail? And I always challenge, and my coach back uh, way back in the day would say, well, what if you succeed? And that was a real mindset shift for me. Because that you know those are the those are the things I was experiencing in my head. It was what if what if I fail my business? What if I lose my money? And I remember her saying, you know, just kind of almost laughing at me and saying, "Okay, let's take a step back. What if you succeed? You know, what if you make lots of money? What if you are able to to leverage this business into others and work in the business a few hours a week?" And uh, it really stood out to me. So wanted to create this episode on, on the shifting of mindset. And, and that's, uh, so, so let's, let's go back to, you know, fear and, 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 you know, what could happen, you know, if things go actually really well. So with fear, it, it is completely normal. And the questions and the conversations I have every single day are, you know, when, when a family or candidate works with me is what if I fail in the business? What if I lose my investment? And that's a valid concern. It is a valid question. So, uh, I believe, and I steal this from Tony Robbins, is you need to chunk things down. And you know, what are we? Are, are we truly fearful, or do we just need a little bit more education? Do we need to chunk things down uh, into categories? And when you're looking at investing in a business, when you're looking at investing in the stock market, there's always going to be risk, right? There's there's risk, and then there's reward. Um, and with the risk and and the downside, for example, in the stock market, you invest thousand dollars in a in a mutual fund, thousand dollars in a in an equity, whatever the case may be, the downside is that is that thousand dollars. The upside is infinite, and you know we always need to take that step back and say, okay, you know what is the true risk? So yes, any investment can go to zero, but what is the upside on the investment? And you know in the stock market, we can put stop losses. So if if uh, the stock and this is by my background by the way, if the stock is at a hundred dollars a share. It can go down to zero. It can, and, and as far as the upside, it can go sky's the limit. So, uh, do we put a stop loss and say at seventy, uh, if the stock drops to seventy, I'm able to sell my investment, and that ultimately leaves you with a roughly 
$30 loss. Sometimes it, it you know goes a little bit below 70, depending how quickly the decline uh, in, in that day. Uh, on investments and on franchising, people say, well, what is, wh- what is my risk? And I said, well, the risk is you're all an investment, not just a franchise fee, but the all an investment. And usually when a a franchise company discloses you with the franchise disclosure document. They'll break in the break down the franchise and kind of itemize a low and a high investment, professional fees, training, travel, technology, uh, and the list goes on. Franchise fee, and then there, if there's rents for if there's a brick and mortar or an office involved, uh, they'll break in W two employee costs, and, and and there's a itemized list ten, fifteen, twenty. Uh, itemized uh, you know, items on that list as far as that investment. So when looking at a franchise, obviously, number one, you know, a franchise could mitigate a lot of that risk because you have a franchisor uh, in the back, uh, you know, kind of in your back pocket, right behind you, supporting you every every step of the way. And, you know, not, not that every franchise is created equally, but when doing your research, you're going to get to speak with the franchisor. So I'm not saying there's no risk, but you want to mitigate the risk and with a franchise that could definitely mitigate some risk because you have a proven system uh, backing you. So they figured out the best way of going about doing business, the best vendors. There's some economies of scale, which means better pricing on, on services and products uh, via uh, certain vendors. Um, and at the end of the day, the franchise or uh, last thing they want is, a, uh, is someone failing, right? Not doing well uh, in that system. So uh, they will uh, support you and you need to be in touch also with the franchisor. So obviously, you know, with, with that investment, um, wor- worst case scenario, uh, you're just not liking the business and we want to mitigate that, right? Not liking the business. Well, what does that mean? Well, you know, anyone looking at a franchise should really do their due diligence. And, you know, this is part of uh, any due diligence process is talking with the franchisor, asking questions, expressing concerns, uh, putting together a, a, a pro forma to see kind of, okay, ideally, I know it's going to take me, you know, maybe six to 12 months to potentially make a profit based off my numbers, based off the feedback I'm getting. Uh, two months in, you're not making a profit. Well, okay. It, it, it's, you know, we average six to 12 months. I need to get past the first year. So, you know, and, and, and the area I see people missing is, okay, you did all that research. You have all that data. You got to talk to franchisees. And I can't tell you how many people I've talked to over the years that, purchased a franchise on their own that never spoke with a franchisee or they spoke with one. And I encourage people, you got to spend your time there. So this is, again, not saying there's no risk in any franchise or business, but the advantage of a, of a franchise is that you get to speak with all these uh, franchisees that are currently in the business. Maybe they're a year in, maybe less than a year, maybe 10 years in, but you're getting to speak with people that have experience working with the franchise or firsthand for you know X amount of time, six months to, to 10 years. So and then lastly, speaking with the franchisor themselves. So just because, you know, the franchisees have experienced success in the past, what, what is the direction uh, that that franchisor uh, is going in? What is their vision? What, what's their, their mission? What, what is, uh, you know, are they bringing new ideas to the table? Are they big, are bringing revenue streams to the table? And I spoke with a franchisor recently that said, we don't, we don't plan on bringing new revenue streams since we just launched a, a recent one last year. So we want to make sure all the, all the franchise owners are uh, up to speed on that one new revenue stream. But we are going to be sending them, um, in this one particular case, specialty equipment. And that specialty equipment uh, would save the franchisees a considerable amount of money uh, since they are able to you know 
mix the the chemical and supplies in, in that specific business uh, on hand as opposed to having to order it and then wait a week or several weeks to receive. So basically giving them the ability to have uh, firsthand access to, to supplies. And if a last minute job came up or they needed last minute supplies, they, they had full access to it. So, you know, in doing research and anything, you want to look at that. But also, you know, the, the area I see people missing is if in the event you bought a franchise on your own, or for whatever reason, it's just, it's just not working out. It's just, um, you know, you never owned the business. It's just, uh, it's taking up a lot of your time. You're not liking the role. Well, these are, these are things to, to speak with a franchisor about and say, okay, is it time to hire another employee? Do you need to go to get trained again? Uh, or are you doing certain tasks in the business that you shouldn't be doing? So always going back to your coach, always going back to your franchise, the franchise or asking for assistance. Again, they don't want you, you're failing. They want you to succeed. You're an extension of the brand. So they want you to be happy. They want you to, to grow in the business. But sometimes it just, no matter what, just does not uh, seem like a business you want to move forward with. Uh, then you, you, know, you don't just give up on the business. You have the ability to sell your business. Now, with selling your business, there, you, know, you can sell to a local franchisee. Maybe they are a, you know, a neighboring franchise owner. Uh, maybe it's uh, an employee of yours that wants to take over their business. Uh, take over the business. So maybe it's something where there's uh, something where they pay you over, pay, pay you back over time. Um, you know, you can u- utilize uh, a broker, uh, you know, uh, you know to, or the, even the franchisor, you know, if you're looking to sell the business, they may know someone that is looking at that specific market and they can kind of, you know, play a, play a matchmaker. If you go through an existing franchisee, uh, it's much, the transition is much easier. The cost is going to be minimal. They can just kind of take over that business and then you can figure out the terms. Um, when considering a broker, you need to make sure there's going to be some fees to sell the business. So may not be what you, you got for the business. And, and again, it all depends on what time. If it's a couple months in or a couple years in, uh, some people are you know generating a profit and obviously you want to get a multiple on that profit. But if you aren't making a, a profit, there's still value in the business. So your business, just the, the worth of the business doesn't go to zero. You would just look for different ways to, um, to sell that business. And, you know, when, when owning a franchise, I always say make friends with your neighboring franchisees. You may be, uh, you know, working together, sharing employees. Maybe you get a big job. You need some, some additional help and working with the neighboring franchisees. They may be your, um, you know, future buyer of your business and, or they may be your future acquisition. You may, you know, in your in your local market, want to expand, and you want to expand by buying another existing business that's you know cash flow positive, uh, that you can easily acquire. Doesn't require any additional training. You know the business, so you want to mitigate as much of the risk as possible. Uh, you want to make sure to get into the right business. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, look at you know, just don't look at the negative. Let's look at the positive, and you know, the positive, the what ifs, if if things work out, and you buy a business uh, that. You invested a hundred or two hundred thousand, whatever. It doesn't matter what the number is, but you invested in that business, and now you are able to work on the business an hour a week, or meet with your general manager for a couple hours a week and kind of review the week opportunities, concerns. You know, I kind of, uh, you know, what what are the threats to the business? Where where can we um, accelerate the business? Where can we cut costs and things like that? And now you're working less uh, in the business on the business and reviewing KPIs with, with your general manager or 
uh, with your staff. You know, you don't always need a general manager. Maybe you have some just a, a small staff that you can kind of review uh, the business, the opportunities and things like that. Uh, what if you're able to, to work in the business a couple hours a week? We'll say an hour a day, five hours a week. Um, what will that do? You know, you'll be able to obviously spend a lot more time. Just like myself, I'm able to go to all the soccer games in the, in the middle of the day uh, for my son and my daughter's uh, events and things like that. Um, you know, what if you had nights and weekends free? You know, there's a lot of what ifs on, on the positive side. So I know as human beings, we, we try to avoid risk and avoid pain. Uh, versus pleasure, as I talked about in some previous episodes. But, you know, take a look at both ends of it. On the risk uh, on the risk side, there are opportunities, obviously, to sell the business, avoid complete losses and things like that. Uh, obviously, your planned investment can go also greater. So keeping that into mind where maybe things are costing a little bit more, uh, maybe you take a, a loan out and, and things like that. But before you get into any of those areas. I always, I always tell everyone um, and recommend that they they work with the franchisor uh, before spending additional capital, before taking additional loans out and things like that. But always, you know, measure the the risk with the reward. Look at life before and after. You know, put together. And when we went back to that twenty twenty four planning, are you ready? Um, taking a look and saying, okay, these are these are my goals. And now, if you accomplish these goals, starting a business, being cash flow positive experience time and financial freedom you know what are you going to do with all this extra time and those uh, 2024 goals may be to get the business up and running and uh, complement that existing business you have with something else and same thing you know getting it up and running and still you know maybe maybe one of those goals is to put in an hour a day into the business Monday to Friday uh, during the day freeing up your nights and weekends so look at both ends um, you know don't get enamored by the the loss look look at what success you can have in the business, you know, ultimately, you know, going back to my, uh, my show we did on the five freedoms, uh, that we learned from Dan Sullivan, uh, from strategic coach, look at, you know, the time freedom, the financial freedom and all the other freedoms involved, uh, there. And, you know, these are the advantages of getting into a business that, that, is, that are very difficult to have, uh, when reporting to someone at a job. So that's it. That's my, my mindset shift for, for today. It can be applied to multiple areas of life, um, both personally, professionally. Uh, sometimes, uh, actually, one, one, one thing I forgot to mention is sometimes it's uh, with investing or even in a startup, non-franchise, maybe it's a time investment. So, you know, it is a time investment of, of putting in an extra 20 hours a week worth the reward of being able to experience time and financial freedom. So 20 hours a week on top of maybe your day job uh, as you're working a side business or hustle, is that worth it to eventually be able to leave your job and work a few hours a week? So, you know, these are these are things. Is a time investment? What is your time worth? So consider that as well. It's not just a financial, it's a time and financial uh, investment that you're making. So figure out what your time's worth and, you know, putting in the time now to have that time freedom, 20 hours a week uh, to experience a, a work a week of five hours a week down the road. So these are things to consider. I hope this was helpful. Uh, but yeah, I, I wanted to have a show just dedicated to this because, uh, you know, that's a question we get and a concern we get uh, every single day. Uh, so again, comment below. Uh, you know, the, the, the show is, is here, not for me. The show is here really to educate and discuss the things that we're hearing on a daily basis. The show is also here to answer your exact questions that you send to me on a weekly basis. So send those to me, go to the website, ggthefranchiseguide.com, 
You can uh, schedule a call. You can send me an email. You can message me here on, on YouTube. I respond to every single message. Uh, I respond to your emails and I create shows based off of some of them. I just created a few shows based off of some Instagram comments, some direct messages we receive. So I appreciate that. I appreciate the questions. Uh, the show is, about, is not about me. It's about you. So anything you need from me, uh, please let me know. We'll definitely create a show and uh, looking forward to your comments and questions. Thanks again, everyone. Uh, thanks for tuning in and we will talk soon. Take care. Thanks for tuning in. Whenever you're ready, here are three ways Giuseppe can help. One, if you've ever considered owning a business of any kind, you owe it to yourself to get a copy of Giuseppe's book, Franchise Freedom. Download your free copy at ggthefranchiseguide.com slash book. Two, want to understand how successful executives make the transition from corporate to owning their own franchise? Join Giuseppe's next online presentation, Franchise Freedom, How to Escape the Corporate World and Have Financial and Time Freedom by Owning a Franchise by going to ggthefranchiseguide.com slash video. 3. Want to work with Giuseppe one-on-one to identify the right franchise opportunity for you to navigate the process and get plugged into experienced franchising advisors? Send him an email to gg at ggthefranchiseguide.com with one-on-one in the subject and he'll send you all the details.